Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye don't always mean gone. 
That's correct. Um, Goodbye, Don't Always Been Gone was written in 2010, um, and it stems from um, a previous book that I wrote called Issues. So I have two books out. Issues is, um, I'll just backtrack. Issues is a story of um, poetry and short stories, a book of uh, poetry and short stories that I wrote. Um, And I started writing them due to failed relationships, so I kind of captured everything that people may go through, whether it's running into a control freak or an abusive mate, um, Internet dating, inner office dating, things like that. And once I wrote that book, everybody wanted more, so then um, I was compelled to write a novel, which I wrote Goodbye, Don't Always Lean Gone, and it's based on um, two best friends, Stacy and Kim, and I always describe Stacy as this sexy, sexy, seductive, uh, bombshell that's seeking love in sometimes all the wrong places, and she runs into a control freak, Justin, um, and she's addicted to him like an addict to crack. So they have wow. this skinny love affair, <laughs> lust affair, <laughs> and so on and so on. And Kim is um, the opposite of Stacy. She's not married. I mean, Kim is married. Stacy isn't. So Kim. It has been married for years, and she's bored in her marriage and needs a little excitement. So she kind of lives her life vicariously through Stacey. So that's kind of how it all evolved. And um, just came up with the title, Love Got a Hold on Me, where two best friends living two different lives with one thing in common. They both desire love. Okay. So, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. So when yeah, did you begin so, writing? Um, I actually began writing in 2003, so I'm kind of um, a late bird on the writing thing. I didn't even know that I knew how to write, but I wanted to um, kind of release some pinned-up anxiety because I was so tired of dealing with these failed relationships that I was dealing with, um, and it was just a way to release. So I wrote my first poem. It was entitled um, Mr. Wrong. And um, my second one was Long Distance Lover. I let some friends read it. They enjoyed it. And um, they said, well, hmm, you might be on to something here. So I just kind of kept writing. And then I started with short stories, let, took it to work, let them read it. And then uh, I said, "I'm gonna, you know what, I'm going to get rich off these guys one way or the other. And uh-huh. it worked. <laughs> well, I'm not rich yet, but it was You're just, on your um, way. That, that was my goal. I'm on my way, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Do you have a specific writing style? Well, it sounds like, you know what, it sounds like you pretty much just kind of wrote based on your experiences. Yeah, so I did. pretty much all are realistic, okay. Okay. It's realistic. It's some um, dramatization in it. Some things um, are untrue. Um, I kind of wanted to add some extra flair to it, um, so not everything is, is real. Real, ba- It might be based on stories I've heard or someone close to me or things like that. So you would have to know me to know which parts are um, fiction or nonfiction. Okay. Um, I would like to ask you, what, who, what writer influenced you? Did you have any, like, favorite authors that you kind of – would cling to or that inspired you during your writing? Although it was real, realistic, sometimes we always have our favorites that kind of really, really, really inspire us to go ahead and write ourselves. 
Um, well, I, you know, it's it's ironic because I don't really have a favorite, but um, um, I think her name is Vicki Stringer. She wrote Dirty Red. I read that. Okay, I read that. That was good. I read that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then um, and then I I read a couple of Zane's books. So, but but what I don't like to do uh, is read people's uh, books because I don't want to subliminally uh, take what they've written and incorporate it in mine. So I'm not a big, I'm not this avid reader. I try not, I try to steer away from that because I, okay. I never want somebody to come along and say that I plagiarized anything that they wrote. So, hmm. or it, it, it's, a, you know, copycat work or anything like that. So I don't really read other people's works, but I enjoy it when I do finally get a chance to sit down and, write, and read a book. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's the first, first time like, I heard yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the first, like, like well, I know. Most people, yeah, that's first. I think you could be like, okay, all right. <laughs> it's it's so true, though, because I might, I might see something in somebody else's book and be like, hmm, hmm, that sounds kind of good. Yeah, I might feel that. I don't want to do yeah. that, and I don't want to, you know, I don't, I, I just don't want to do that. So, um, I know when people read my book, I know everything is authentic. I know I wrote it. I know it didn't come from anywhere else. It just came from my head, and they right. actually love it. I have people call me all the time and say, oh, my God, I could not stop reading your book. Oh, my God. You know, and that gives me great joy. I think that's the most, um, that's the that's the best kind of success when people can who don't know you have no affiliation and no ulterior motive or gain can call you up and say, you know, I read your book and it was excellent. Oh my God, it kept my attention from the very first page all throughout. Or, you know, and that's how I know that they read it. Or they might say, you know, Stacey, she just stupid. Why does she keep taking him back? But mm-hmm. I always tell people there's a little Stacey in us all. People don't like to admit it, but we have, we all have done some things that aren't, we you know we're not too um, thrilled to admit, but um, Stacy Stacy does it, and um, so that's that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, when I first uh, I think back when I first started, and um, my first book was written in two thousand. It was written in two thousand three, and I self published it in oh five, and people were um, reading it on the uh, Jeffrey bus the number 14, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, um, they don't even know me, and they're reading my book, so I was excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's interesting. What um, What do you find challenging in, um, when it comes to your writing? What's the challenge for you? Um. The challenge, one of the challenges is just actually sitting down and doing it because a lot of times you don't you don't have the time, but you just kind of have to make the time. So um, what I do now is I write in the middle of the night when everybody is asleep, the phone isn't ringing, I can't text anybody, um, the, the TV's off. I just get up in the middle of the night and just write. But I think one of the biggest challenges is um, sitting down and actually doing it. 
You know, you you have a book in your head because everybody has a story to tell, but nobody wants, a lot of people don't want to take the time and actually put uh, convert it from, from inside of their head or brain and to, to put it on paper. So that's that's that can be a challenge for people. Um and it has been a challenge for me too. And then you don't want to also be redundant. Um I don't want you to read something that you you read in the first chapter and now you're reading it again in chapter twenty, you know. Mm-hmm. So um that's that's one of the biggest things is just um keeping people's attention. And I like I like to have a good twist to the end of a, a chapter or um, a short story because I never want want it to be, you know. It's it's usually typical that, you know, the guy might cheat, but what if the girl cheats or, you know, for no apparent reason or, um, maybe that's not so typical anymore. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to have a a good little twist at the end of each of my stories. Okay. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I want to know, uh, as far as, like, the stage play, like, how can, like, a fan or somebody who wants to check out the stage play, where would they go get one? Do you have copies of them, like, on YouTube, or do you sell copies of them? Like, how would well, we get the chance to get to see it? I am going to tape it, but it hasn't come out yet. It comes out March 9th and 10th. So I have a Friday show and a Saturday show. So um, if they can't make the show, then they can definitely purchase the CD. But if they're, you know, interested in buying the tickets, they can go online to my website, which is lovegotaholdonme.com. So it's just as simple as that, www.lovegotaholdonme.com. And the tickets are $25 and $30. Um, I have some VIP tickets for $30 for Saturday night. And then basically general admission for both nights is $25. So, but, yeah, that's kind of how you can see it. Um, You can't get any uh, sneak peeks. (laughs) Right. Right now we're still still in the rehearsal stage. uh, So, yeah. It hasn't actually been produced yet. Yeah, I'm actually want to go to this play. You, yeah. uh, you do want to be here. It, it's going to be hot. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, impre- I'm, 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 I'm impressed just seeing the uh, actors uh, bring it out. It just excites me because they they're good. They're good. Especially oh, that, something that you actually, like, this is your, this is you. This is what you put together, so... That's got to be amazing. Right. That's, that's got to be it exciting. It is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even. Now, you know, of course, I was warned that it was going to be challenging. It was going to be expensive. It was going to be time consuming. Um, and I and I, I listened to all of that, but I was like, ah, oh, I could do it. But now that I'm actually doing it, I believe everything they said. <laughs> Every playwright yeah. in Chicago that, you know, gave me whatever kind of piece of advice they could about, uh, writing a play and putting it together, um, I believe them now. <laughs> but you know, yeah. sometimes you just got to jump out there and and yes, you know, either sink, sink or swim. But I I refuse to sink. So it's always going to be mm-hmm. some pros and cons, though. Yeah, yeah, it's challenging, but it's gonna it's getting done, getting done, and uh, it's all coming to life. And uh, 
it's just amazing to see see people actually um, speaking your words and and bringing them to life with action and drama and um, you know making it uh, funny and entertaining at the same time. Do you um do you plan on taking it outside of Chicago? Most definitely. Um, okay. And I'm not sure exactly what city I want to hit first, but I do get requests to come out to different cities. Um, friend in Mississippi um, wants me to bring it there, and I definitely want to take it to Atlanta. So I definitely feel like as if I want to take it on the road, and even after um, I do the play, my my next um, venture is in film. I do want to make it a short film. Okay. Yeah, because I think it I think it'll be uh, great. And there's so many things that the the book has in it. So many elements, and um, you can go. You know, they go on vacation. They go here. They go there. But you can't actually portray that in in a stage play. So. I think the film would definitely do the book justice as well. So I'm excited about that. Wow. I got to go. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to be there. The first night is the 9th, March 9th and 10th. That's a weekend, correct? (laughs) Yep, the weekend, uh, March 9th and 10th. Um, And I'm going to read you just the opening scene, just how it's going to open with a poem. Um, and Stacy's the main character, and she's walking around in her apartment. And if you all can visualize her just thinking to herself, um, and it's called I Am Love, and it starts like this. Some may think I'm nasty because I desire love so hard and deep that it flows through my veins and controls what I think. Some may think I'm promiscuous because they don't understand what it is to be a single woman in search of a real man. You see, all they really know is that I exude that single sexy glow. I adore love. I yearn for love. And there is nothing I won't do to get what's rightfully mine. Welcome to my world. Come on in. Spend some time. I am love. (laughs) So that's how it goes. Wow. Okay. I'm, I, 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 yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And yeah, I have I'm, been. I'm going. Uh, yeah, I have been. Um, oh, we will definitely be there. Oh yeah, no doubt. Cool. Wow. Okay, let's go. Um, we're gonna take a break, and we will okay. be back in a second. All right. Girl, ain't no 
Hello, and we are back with um, our guest today, Shoya Bowman, and we are talking about her new stage play, Love's Got a Hold on Me. And I'm going to um, introduce my other host, DeAndrea. DeAndrea? Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Hi. Hi, Shoya. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, hanging in there, hanging in there, just listening, just really excited to hear about what you're doing and um, just how excited you are. Just hearing how excited you are makes me so excited to also come out and see the play and support you. Please do. Thank you. It was very captivating, just that opening uh, poem that you read. You know, it did put us right in the mindset of your character. And I just wanted to ask you, um, as far as, uh, it's, you know, I was reading your bio and it said that you were getting into, um, just going into uh, domestic violence and women and HIV and AIDS. And I was just wondering what drew you to that movement? Was it anything specific or what made you want to showcase that? Um, I actually wanted to showcase the domestic violence because um, I wrote about it in, in my book and um it's just something that we need to um, be aware of because there's so many crimes of passion um, out there and so many women dealing with domestic abuse um, that are sometimes fearful to say it, um, whether it's verbal abuse or physical abuse, and it needs to be um, told, you know, and we need to bring uh, awareness to it and just ensure women that um, they can be protected um, if they reach out to the right people, um, they can get out of these situations. They are, they do um, have self-worth. And just basically teaching women that, you know, they're more than just a punching bag or, you know, a springboard to someone else's drama or, um, you know, a lot of times when they're abused, it's, it's from someone else's past. Just, I just want to bring awareness to that as well as um, letting people know about HIV-AIDS awareness. Um, 
and it it touch touches lightly on that, but it is a um it is crucial in the African American community. Um, so I wanted to bring those two things to light. Absolutely, and it is very important. Uh, what research did you do on those topics, or are you just going based off the general um, knowledge base? Um, basically, general knowledge and um, uh, the research from the people that I know who are dealing with it. Um, I've dealt with some domestic abuse in the, abuse in the past, um, so I am familiar just because of my own dealings of uh, someone being controlling and abusive. Um, of course, I was able to be strong enough to get out of it, but a lot of people are not are not able. Um, you know, you show me your hand once, that's all I that's all I need. I'm gone, <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. it it just depends on where you are in your life and whether you think you're strong enough to leave or whether you want to leave. Absolutely. You know. Um but uh it it basically taught me um, it taught me the signs of looking at people who who may have abusive tendencies or who are um controlling so now i know I know the signs coming and going now, you know uh, and they they usually start off subtle, you know they usually basically alienate you from your friends and family mm-hmm. and um usually try to you know tell you what to wear or how to wear it. In my book, I say, you know, I talk about how um, Justin didn't like Stacy to eat a peppermint because peppermints turn to sugar and sugar sugar turns to fat, and hmm. he didn't believe in his woman gaining weight. So it can be something as little as that or, yeah. um, you know, just anything like that. Um, <laughs> don't eat brown rice. I mean, don't eat white rice, eat brown rice, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just different ways that people try to control you, and I, I want to bring that that to light as well. So it's a lot of different things. I mean, it's a story of judgment. Um, how how you know you could tell your friend um, a situation that you're going through, and they they judge you. Sometimes they don't mean to judge you, but they do. So it's a story of judgment, healing, um, you know, self awareness, and um, things like that. So I have a whole lot of different elements going on in the play, but it's not to the point that you can't keep up with it or or it's not familiar to you. Absolutely. And you're right, it is so important because we don't know what our friends are going through or our parents or different things that we've gone through that, you know, we may have not shared with other people. And so it is such Mm -hmm. a great topic to showcase and put out there. So I do agree with you. How did you go about casting for your play? Um, did you have well, open casting uh, um, the producer, The producer of my play, um, Fam Entertainment, her name is Kenya Renee, she um, actually brought on um, four of the cast members. I brought on three. And um, basically either I've seen them perform in other plays mm-hmm. or um, – yeah, usually it's, I, I've seen them perform in other plays, and I, I, you know, I usually know who I want. And when I was kind of casting, I was going to different um, plays and checking people out, you know, doing a silent um, <laughs> audition. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I just um, so we didn't have like a you know an open casting call. They were handpicked because wow. they they fit, they fit the bill. Mm-hmm. So you wow. always have to be careful because you never know who's watching you. Oh, that is so true. That is so so true. I was looking at yep. your bio and just wondering. Um, just looking at some of the other things you were doing, the fundraising. Um, I saw that you have a blog and it's uh, called Brown Chicks. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, six Brown Chicks. Um, since I'm one of the Six Brown Chicks, and it's a blog site for uh, it's six African American women, and we are all authors or writers, um, business owners. Um, and we came together to con- collectively uh, spread the word um, regarding um, relationships and empowerment. So we blog daily on Chicago Now, which is a popular bl- blog site. Mm-hmm. Um, and then four m- we started in February, um, so four months. So next month is our actual uh, one-year anniversary. And so four months after we started the blog, um, we were invited or asked to come down to uh, WCIU to uh, see about doing a show. And we actually got the job, and um, so we have a a show on WCIU.com, and it's all six of us sitting there talking about life, love, relationships, and letting go of the drama. Wow. And um, so it's it's exciting. It's exciting. So we we've done a the Black Women's Expo. We've done a lot of different things, and we just try to um, you know pull together and empower and uh, support and um, you know do things. We had a he says she says uh, panel with men. So we want to talk. We like to um, you know talk to the men because they have a different insight on relationships and and life. So that, that's kind of what the Six Brown Chicks is doing. So we have some new and exciting things coming out for 2012. So you all have to follow us on Twitter at SixBrownChicks.com or um, catch us on Facebook. And how often does that show, how often is that on the um, program, WCIU.com, how often does that show? It's actually every um, every day. Because um, it's on the internet, you can just pull it up. Um, uh, WCIU dot com slash six brown chicks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep, and you can see the different shows. I I usually like to talk about um, things like um, would you date a friend's ex or would you date a coworker? Things that kind of capture your attention. What's your freak number or things mm-hmm. like that. Male gold diggers and yes, how they do exist. So I like to talk about things that are real that's happening now, and um, I like to catch people's attention and give out, like, hypotheticals. Wow. So I'm that girl. I'm that optimistic one that, you know, I'll say, hey, try it. You might like it, you know, or something like that. That's me on the panel. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Well, what can we expect from you um, coming up next? I know you said you were looking to move this, uh, play into film, and I know you want to take it to other uh, cities, but are you, um, you know, considering writing another book, or do you have something in the works, or are you going to now stick to stage plays and films, or how how is your heart pulling at you right now? Well, I'm coming out with um, an, not empowerment, but a, 
uh, information um, guideline. Uh, it's going to be a website, and it's going to deal with um, fashion, um, uh, home and home design, um, beauty, health and fitness, um, and it's going to be an informational portal for for women to go to to um, get information on those those different topics. So that's one of the things I'm doing for 2012. I'll tell you all, I'll, I, you know, I'll share the information with you all on your website. And then also um, I am going to do a third book, um, and I am going to continue to tra- uh, let the play travel. And I'm going to try to reach into film and turn it into a film. So I do have a lot of things on my plate. I have to stay busy. That's just who I am. Um, I was thinking of, of the next the next new venture. That sounds awesome. I, I, always, I always say I'm going to get, get to that friend. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yep. So that's kind of who I am, just this creative free spirit that just believes in um, getting the word out. And I'm so excited to, that you all have me on the show tonight to showcase kind of who I am and find out a little more about me. Absolutely. Um we love having you. We're gonna um we're gonna take a break. When we get back, just before we wrap things up, I do wanna um talk about your books. You have okay. two books you mentioned in the beginning. I know we talked about a lot about the play, but I do wanna touch on the book. I'm I'm the book girl, so I, I wanna um talk about that and just kinda um let our listeners know where they can um purchase your books and and that, okay. and then also, I really want to push people uh, maybe contacting you or either us for um, tickets for the play. Okay. So we're going to take that just a short good. break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Hey. 
And I think I'll be um, contacting you to find out about uh, maybe seeing if we can um, do some type of sponsorship thing. You say you have an ad book? That will be great, too. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, but it was really great having you. Um, Thank you. I'm sure my other two hosts also agree with me. Um, Wow, I'm ready to see the play. We got, what, two more months now? Absolutely. I'm ready to see Before the play. Before we could go. Wow. We are ready. We'll be seeing it firsthand uh, together. So I'll be right in the audience, excited and grinning and from ear to ear. Wow. Okay. Well, we look forward to having you back for any upcoming projects. Any, okay. um, I'm sure you'll have something coming up in the film. Now, that's hot. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I was oh, talking yeah. about doing I something like that. Will, so. That's hot, because like you say, you can't capture, yeah, like you say, you can't capture um, every, you know, different scene you might want to do. You can't do all of that in a stage play, so I'm really feeling that film, that film version. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Well, just um, if you need us for anything or if we can be of any help, like I said, I will be contacting you. Uh, shooting okay. you an email about a uh, sponsorship, and then um, okay. we'll go from there. We will definitely see you, and we're going to be purchasing tickets. So okay, I'll definitely you. be in contact. Thank you. Oh, I of course, we got to show up. Mm-hmm. We got to show up. Um, Thanks. So it was nice having you, and you enjoy the rest of your mm-hmm. evening. I sure will. I got to go. I got work to do. Let's okay. get ahead of me back <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, take care. Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Wow, that was hot. That was nice. I enjoyed that. Absolutely. Mario, you there? Okay, maybe not. Um, that was hot. I'm really excited about going to um, this play. I haven't. I think the only play I've been to is uh, one of Tyler Perry's plays, and that was like about three years ago. Three yeah, me too. Ago. I'm excited about this one, and it's not all the way downtown. It's right in the suburbs in Park Forest. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. you know, and that I think we really need that. And um, what's you know everything we have going on in the neighborhoods and just everywhere with the HIV and AIDS awareness, and she talked about the abuse and the relationships and dating and all of that. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to be checking out this um, this show on WCIU that they have. Yeah, that's um, that sounds real good. I'm gonna check that out. But we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back.
are back with um I have two hosts with me today, Mario and DeAndrea. Mario, what happened to you? The phone keep going off. <laughs> oh, okay. I said, Wow, he okay. Okay then. I guess he didn't want to talk to us anymore. <laughs> but um I was just telling D I'm I'm excited about this play. And um, yeah. I'm going to email her about maybe a sponsorship or see what they have available. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I am love stage plays, screen plays. I love, you know, to sit down and watch the the audience, the actors, everything. Because, you know, Tim was a – he's a actor in screen plays and stage plays and stuff. So I used to go to a lot of his shows. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys have planned for um, this week? We got some heavy hitters this week. Absolutely. All we got all women this week, all professional women. So the stage play kicked it off, and uh, we got Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So, like TDJ say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Yay. This week is going to be off the chain, yeah. And I'm already starting to fill up for next week, so I'm excited. Um, oh, I have I Am the Ancestor book in front of me. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I cannot even. Oh, my God. You know soon as I took it out the package, I started reading it. Oh, my God. And I was still, I started back reading some of it about, time was it? It was about 5 o'clock. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I got to shake this off because it's so, oh, my God, I can't even describe it. It's like while you're reading it and I, and while I'm reading it, I'm thinking about it. For those who don't know, I Am the Ancestor is a book um, written by Monique Smith. Um, she's the guest that we had on who had a story about being uh, abducted at the age of two. And she doesn't have a a legal birth certificate. She doesn't know her family, where she came from, any of that. So we've been, like, anticipating a copy of her book. She sent us two complimentary copies, and it is, like, really, really, really good. I cannot even explain it. But I'm reading it, and I'm, like, looking at the clock. Okay, show is at 7. I got to get myself together because it's just like that. It's like you're thinking about and then thinking about how the interview went. And how emotional it was for her. I could feel everything that she was feeling just reading it. it it's awesome. Yeah, I can imagine. It's awesome. 
yeah, I was like, wow, okay, I can't cancel today, so so I need to get myself together because <laughs> it's it's that emotional. It really is. I was like, wow, this is because I you 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 y'all know how it is. I could feel everything she was going through just by the little parts that I did read. I'm still not done. I don't even think I'm halfway through it, but the parts that I did read was like, wow. It go, you know, you go from knowing just the minor details that you have and then um, actually reading it and, like, this is what really happened. Like, this is not a fiction book. This is what really happened to her. And then on the back she has pictures from age three, mm-hmm. age six, age seven, age eight, age 14, and then now. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. And as she has the, the pictures in each um in in under each picture she has um describing like what was going on or whatever or, or how she felt on that day. Now the age three picture is the earliest one that she has and that's how she determines her age. Like hmm. around what age she is right. This um picture was taken age three and it might have, you know how we write on the back of pictures the the date, I mean the year and the age we were. So that's how she determines around what age she may be. But there was another picture from um, age six, and it's basically like um, it was a Christmas holiday, and she was sent up to the um, attic to get something. And she, it was just, y'all got <laughs> to read it. I was like, oh, my God, this poor baby went through this. Mm-mm. So we are... In the process of um, putting an event into action to bring Monique to Chicago to do a um, missing persons event, something to really support that, a charity event to um, help those who are either missing, who have um, been missing or abducted, just anything that we can do to to support that cause because that's really big. And she actually was blessed to make it out. And I'm telling y'all, reading some of this stuff, all the beatings and stuff, this girl got for no reason, Hmm. that's a strong woman. And then even when, when it talks about how she had to sit her kids down and explain to them, what a you moment. can't go to China because I have no identity. Wow. Who I introduced to you as grandma is not grandma. You know, it was like, wow. Even so, when um, she was talking, it put, it put such a, um, put things in such perspective because we think we're going through stuff on a day-to-day basis and we not we don't think about how hard someone else must have it. And listening to her, I have such an appreciation for her story. And I tell you, still as of today, it is not a day that goes by that I don't share that story with someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. So, Mario, your copy is waiting for you. Um, D, I guess you can read this one when I'm done with this one because I'm just like, wow. Um, I'm excited, though. I really got to get some copies of her book in the studio I don't even think anyone in Chicago has her book, so I'm excited just to be um, first contact in Chicago. I'm just excited about that. This is something that's really big and it's much needed, and um, I just want Black Writer Space to just be there to support. 
Absolutely. And take it further. You know, get the word out there. So, um, that is about it for me. I'm excited about the guests for this week and next week. Um, I've been getting calls this weekend from a couple of um, authors who were given um, my name to be on the show. And other than that, I'm still I'm just excited about Black Writers Space Radio Show. Period. Like. It's like, man, it's moving really fast, faster than I thought it would. So, there's nothing better than your vision coming to fruition. Right. Yeah. Mario, you quiet today? Is he still on? That didn't bring him back on. I don't know. He's coming. Oh, he gone. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I'm just excited about the show, period. Um, I'm also looking to bring in the dating uh, segment. And, um, oh, and then your health corner. You'll be doing the health corner. We'll be. Mm-hmm. What's the next topic for this week? High blood pressure, the silent killer. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to discuss, discuss what blood pressure is, um, exactly what it means to have the blood pressure in your body, then what high blood pressure is. Uh, we're going to go through the different numbers and, you know, how you hear the doctor say what your blood pressure is, but you may not know what it means. <clears throat> some things that may affect your blood pressure that you can control, some things that you can't, and just some activities that you can do to help keep your blood pressure in control. So, I'm really excited about that. And uh, when are we going to do that? Um, we can do that tomorrow. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll be discussing the high blood pressure tomorrow after our guest. Um, like I said, we are lined up till Thursday. We will not be having a show Friday because I'm having an event Friday evening, Champagne and Chat. For those of you who are in Chicago that are listening, feel free to come by. Um, just like a little small networking, like an intimate networking thing. And I do have, I should have invited her out. I'm going to email her and invite her to stop by. Um, I'm going to have my authors that I've been in contact with um, that will be featured in the magazine. They will be there. J. Anthony Graves, we have an interview with him, which is on the site. You can go to um, block, uh, block Talk Radio forward slash Black Writer Space with two S's, and um, all of the interviews that I'm mentioning are on there. J. Anthony Graves, Kevin Moultrie, and who else do we have? No, just those two are in Chicago. I have one more author that will be there on Friday. We haven't done this interview on the radio yet, but Darren Lowry, he's also in Chicago. But um, they'll be there as well, and I told them, you know, if they can, bring a couple copies of their books so in case anybody wants to purchase. Um, and just kind of network and, and hang out for a quick minute. Just I, I like having little small events so we can all kind of chat and see what everybody's doing. You never know who you run into. You never know what contact you may need, you know, and services. So I'm excited about that this Friday at 7. The address, for those in Chicago who want to come, is $5, and the address is 2150 South Canal Port. That's in Chicago, 60608. And there is no uh, pay-to-park. 
you can park on the side street. It does cost to park in the parking lot. So I hope to see some of our listeners there. And also I'll be uh, contacting the young lady who called in. I, I believe it was like her second show. She called in from South Carolina and invited us out to her college. The name of the college is, uh, I think it's Claflin University. It's an all-black historical university, and she has been in contact with the Dean of Social Sciences, and they are looking to bring us there, bring Black Writers Space there to do a writer's summit. So... um, they are meeting tomorrow to discuss the details, so I'll, hopefully I'll be hearing from her between this week and next week about that. I'm mean, really excited about that. I've never been to South Carolina, so I'm excited to really um, start this tour thing and, and keep it moving. Then May 6th, we'll be in Baltimore, Maryland, which is where Monique is, and yeah. they're going to have the, uh, I know, right? Everybody's in Baltimore, Um they're going to have the Urban Book Festival there. Tamika Newhouse is hosting that. I, now, I have to get her on the show. She has a lot going on. Matter of fact, I'm going to put that on my appointment list to contact her to get her on the show. She's doing a lot. She has her own publishing company. She has about, I don't know how many books she has. I think she has about five or six books. She has published um, authors under her. And she has her own blog talk radio show also. She has a couple of websites. She's really, really doing it in the field. And I definitely want to get her on. But also our um, guests, Nikki Turner and J.M. Benjamin, they will be at that event also. So we got to go. We got to be in the house. Absolutely. Oh, I'm excited about that. Um Anyhow, we can wrap up today's show. I enjoyed it. Um, I hope you guys will be with us tomorrow. Tomorrow our guests will be Rachel Berry. She'll be on tomorrow, and she's an author. She has, um, she has. I think she has one book. But I'll be posting information on Facebook. Continue to follow our Facebook, our Twitter, our blog. I have to go on and update some things on the blog. It's um, www.blackwriterspace.blogspot.com. Um, I do have a few videos on there. With uh, I got some Tyler Perry stuff on there. I got some... Um, who else do I have on there? Gerard McClendon. He's one of my favorites. He is actually the person who gave me the idea to start the Block Talk Radio Show. So thumbs up for um, Gerard McClendon. Um, he's also right here in Chicago. That's another one I have to get on the show. I'm like, okay, how do I interview the interviewer? Because he is great. <laughs> like, he's been doing it for so long. So it's like, how? Wow, okay, okay. How do I get him on here? And interview him He already told me Just let me know Whenever you want to do it I'm mm-hmm. just like Well okay Not really trying to rush that one But um, Excellent You did excellent With uh, Joey Pinkney He's an interviewer He did a great he job He is And he was good too. He, he got so much Oh my god All those um, Social networks He man You talk about exposure Absolutely mm-hmm. Wow 
So anyhow, we're going to wrap up tonight's show. And um, we just want to thank our listeners for um, listening with us and following us and hanging in there. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of new and exciting projects coming up. Do you want to say something? No, I just want to say again, I enjoyed having our guest on for this evening. I cannot wait, 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 wait to go to the play. You guys, please support her. Remember, it is the weekend of March the 9th and the 10th. So let's all go out and support her, and let's show that we are doing this thing and we are in to support each other. We can't wait to talk to you about tomorrow. If you guys have any questions about high blood pressure, Please feel free to email us so that we can address those on the air tomorrow and have a wonderful, blessed evening. Stephanie? Yes, and um, good night, everyone, and God bless. Mario, if you're listening, God bless. Have a good night. Yes.
Got me all weak, baby, but I'm strong in parts. Move back to the apps with the longest sparks. Keep me mine like fine wine, measure the time. Flip me, other brothers love you, but the pleasure is mine. Mama taught me how to love a woman, Papa was sprung. We committed, so I hit it, and it's properly it's done.
And then again, and then again with them all. 